Hello, friends. My name is Eric Cloward, and welcome to the Stoic Coffee Break. The Stoic Coffee Break is a weekly podcast that is long enough for a coffee break. And in that time, I do my best to share principles of Stoicism, and I share my experience in trying to apply these things in my life, my mistakes, my insights, and hopefully it's something you can learn from too. Today's episode is called Askers and Guessers. Marcus Aurelius said, The first rule is to keep an untroubled spirit. The second is to look things in the face and know them for what they are. Last week I talked about asking for help, and this week I want to delve into that a little bit further. I grew up in a guess culture. And what is a guess culture? A guess culture is one where the social rules are so ubiquitous that everyone seems to know them or is expected to know them. It usually happens when most people around you hold the same beliefs about how things should be. When a culture is very homogenous, say, for example, there's a strong religious majority, it's easy just to assume that everyone knows the social rules. Outsiders who are new to a city or a country often find themselves flummoxed as they try to navigate these unwritten rules that everyone else seems to know about. On the other side, there is ask culture. And this is where asking is encouraged and guessing is considered rude. It happens in families or communities that encourage asking. For example, many of the sex positive communities have very clear lines around asking and consent. It also happens in places where there are very diverse groups of people, and in order to navigate all their differences, they have to learn how to ask and communicate with each other. And I want to talk about each of these types and why becoming an asker can help improve our culture dramatically. I came across the idea of ask culture and guest culture after reading an old blog post from Metafilter. Now, in it, the original poster talked about how a friend of his wife's was coming to New York, and she asked if she could possibly stay with them for part of the time. It was a very straightforward ask with no assumptions made that they had to host her, and she even said, let me know if this might be a possibility. He thought the ask was exceptionally rude. And what was interesting is the comments that followed were... Plenty of people who thought that, yes, it was exceptionally rude, but there were plenty of others who thought it was a pretty respectful ask and just urged the poster to simply say no. Finally, a user called Tangerine mentioned how this was a clash between ask culture and guest culture. I'll read part of it now, and I'll leave some links in the show notes to this and some other articles that I found rather enlightening about this idea. So Tangerine says, this is a classic case of ask culture meets guess culture. In some families, you grow up with the expectation that it's okay to ask for anything at all, but you've got to realize that you might get no for an answer. This is ask culture. In guess culture, you avoid putting a request into words unless you're pretty sure the answer will be yes. Guess culture depends on a tight net of shared expectations. A key skill is putting out delicate feelers. If you do this with enough subtlety, you won't even have to make the request directly. You'll get an offer. Even then, the offer may be genuine or pro forma. It takes yet more skill and delicacy to discern whether you should accept. All kinds of problems spring up around the edges. If you're a guest culture person, and you obviously are referring to the original poster, then unwelcome requests from ask culture people seem presumptuous and out of line. And you're likely to feel angry, uncomfortable, and manipulated. If you're an ask culture person, guest culture behavior can seem incomprehensible, inconsistent, and rife with passive aggression. 
Now, after reading this, it amazed me how many things just clicked. Like I said, I grew up in a guest culture where everyone around me was Mormon or understood how Mormon culture permeated every aspect of life in Utah. When I would meet people who had just arrived and were not familiar with the church, I would often end up explaining how things worked. I would often get responses such as, really? Or, are you serious? When explaining some of the unwritten rules of the road. Now, there are traits for each of these types. So, this is just kind of a rundown of what a guesser is like. Guessers are used to knowing what the right thing to do is because that's what everyone else around them does. They consider asking a direct question creating conflict, and they're usually conflict-averse. They want you to guess as well, and they find it difficult to tell you the truth. And they feel that you are challenging them if you ask direct questions. They also feel resentful when you ask because you're just supposed to know what is rude and what is not. Now, askers, they ask because they don't know. They don't want to make assumptions. They're okay with no as an answer. They want the truth and find it confusing that asking is considered offensive. They generally have a higher level of communication because they want things to be clear. Now, I found that living as a guesser causes a lot of stress. Leaving things ambiguous and trying to guess what someone else might want leads to a lot of uncomfortable situations. For example, if I thought I was doing something nice for someone, the other person might have found it rude that I didn't ask before I acted. And if I had just taken the time to ask, I probably would have gotten buy-in from the other person, and we both would have been happy about the situation. Now, as I delve into this topic, remember, the point of becoming an asker is to improve communication with people around you. And for some, especially for those who live in a guest culture, this is going to seem like you are learning to be rude. It's going to be very uncomfortable, and it may be especially challenging if the people closest to you are guessers. When we work on becoming askers, the most important thing is to be honest. We're honest about our intentions. We're clear about our ask. We ask because we really want to know. And learning to be honest as possible is hard. And in many cultures, especially Mormon culture, we're trained not to rock the boat. We're trained to be nice, which is... Code for don't say things that might make other people feel uncomfortable. Now, a big problem with this thinking is that it means that we have to figure out what might make others feel uncomfortable, but we won't know unless we ask. And that's really stressful because we're not supposed to ask. Now, when we work on becoming an asker, we're expecting others to be honest as well. When we make an ask, we want the truth. We want the other person to let us know if it's something that they do or don't want to do. For example, say that you're out on a first date and you ask your date if they'd like to go to your favorite Italian restaurant. Now, maybe your date doesn't like Italian food or maybe they're gluten intolerant. I mean, would you be offended if they asked to go somewhere else? Personally, I would be more upset if they didn't because I want the date to be enjoyable for both of us. Now, I've talked a lot about boundaries on this show, and when we learn to become askers, I think boundaries are exceptionally important. When we're trying to be more honest, it doesn't mean that we have to tell everyone everything. It means that we need to be honest about what we're feeling and thinking. And this means defining and respecting boundaries. For example, if someone asks you about something you really don't want to discuss, you don't have to tell them. Being honest doesn't mean you have to be completely transparent. 
but informing them with something like, I'm not comfortable talking about that topic. It's a straightforward way of just setting your boundaries. You're being honest about how you feel about a topic. Also, if you notice somebody else is uncomfortable with discussing something that you're asking about, you can ask them if it's something they don't want to discuss, and you can respect that. Becoming an asker can also help a lot in professional situations. For example, say that you're in the middle of a project at work and your boss comes to you with a new project to work on. Now, if you're a guesser, you might just say yes and try to figure out how to fit it in with the rest of your work, knowing that it will probably put you behind. If you're an asker, you ask which project is the priority. You ask how much time you should allocate to each of these different projects and what tasks are the most important. Now, if your boss is a guesser, this can be a bit of a challenge. But this kind of clear communication can really help reduce stress and conflict because you're bringing up your concerns and asking for clarification so you know what to do. This also sets the expectations between you and the people you're working with. Now, when a guesser is put in a situation where they have to say no, it makes them extremely uncomfortable. They feel like the other person should have never put them in this situation or that they should have asked in some very specific way that an asker could really not, never have known. And this is really frustrating for an asker because they don't see asking as being rude. They're just trying to be clear, they're trying to understand, or they're trying to get consent. Now, being an asker also means that you take responsibility for what you say. It means that if others are uncomfortable with what you ask for, as long as you follow your core principles of honesty, open-mindedness, and compassion, you don't need to apologize or feel bad for asking. Remember, if somebody else is offended because you asked a question, it's their thinking that caused that emotion. You did not make them feel anything. They were the ones who chose to be offended by that question. Now, if you can work to create an ask culture in your home or your work, it can reap really huge benefits. It can strengthen the communication for those that you spend most of your time with. It can lead to discussions that are often difficult and rewarding. For example, if you have kids and you create an environment where they feel like they can ask anything, then it can lead to a higher level of trust. And that means when they're struggling, they will ask you for help rather than shutting you out. If employees in a workplace feel like anything is open for being questioned, then you can have frank kinds of discussions that are needed to improve the workplace and the company itself. We should reward people for being honest, not punish them for saying something that we don't like. Becoming an asker after living so long as a guesser has been a real challenge for me. It's uncomfortable because I was trained for so long to figure out the right thing to say or to have the right answer. Sometimes being honest about what I want feels very confrontational. And it also feels very, very vulnerable because I might get a no, which feels like being rejected. But being an asker is about doing my best to be honest and to expect honesty from others. And no is a completely acceptable response. And that's the end of this week's episode. Be good to yourselves, be good to others, and thanks for listening. Hey friends, thanks for listening to the podcast. If you like what you hear, please head on over to patreon.com slash stoiccoffee and help support this podcast. You can also stop by the website at www.stoic.coffee where you can sign up for our newsletter and you can also pick up 
a t-shirt in the newly launched Stoic Coffee Shop at stoic.coffee/shop. Lastly, if you knew someone who might find this interesting or helpful, please pass it on. Word of mouth is the best way to help grow this podcast. Thanks again for listening, and I'll talk to you next week. Hello, friends. Thanks for listening to the podcast. If you like what you hear, head on over to patreon.com slash stoiccoffee and help support this podcast by becoming a patron. Also, swing by our website at www.stoic.coffee where you can sign up for our newsletter and buy some great-looking shirts and hoodies at the new Stoic Coffee Shop. Also, if you know of somebody that would benefit from or would appreciate this podcast, please share it. Word of mouth is always the best way to help this podcast grow. Thanks again for listening, and we'll talk to you next week.